0: This is Baxter Colburn, host of Verse of the Day. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. This is Bryce Burge, host of Your Soccer Passport here on Public House Media. After this episode, come join us on a trip around the soccer world as we discuss club and country every Tuesday. Stamp your soccer passport by subscribing on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your Public House Media podcasts. And thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. Welcome to the See Jane Sell Podcast, a relatable sales podcast for your weekly dose of sanity. I'm your host, Chelsea Dupre, and I'm your host, Lee Nevis. everybody welcome to another episode of cj Jane self yay <laughs> here we are <laughs> got lee and chelsea here
1: we are here this Present. is this is lee
0: this is maybe chelsea i don't know you can't see me so you don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think one episode we should just pretend that we're the other person and refer to each other as the other person's name
0: maybe we are to right now do they know are we already, it's okay. Plink <laughs> once if you're yeah. Lee, plink <laughs> twice if you're Chelsea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a project for another time, yeah. You know,
0: just beta testing, right absolutely. Now. We are, that's great.
1: Um, but yeah, we're having a good day so far. So far, so good. I gave Chelsea a dermaplane facial, yeah, it's amazing, which I was really excited about, and honestly. Now that it's over, I was a little nervous because you essentially just take a razor and scrape it across someone's skin. And I'm, I'm like, just like, Do it. I know. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> sounds good. I'm totally confident in this. <laughs> but yeah. it went well. And you look great. I look fab. And like, doesn't your skin just feel like so just, I mean, so baby silky? Skin. I mean, like a child. Every time I get a dermaplane, I just rub my skin, which is probably not good, because then I'm getting, like, dirt. That's true. But I just want to touch it.
0: Yeah, it feels nice. I just want to
1: touch it. Um so great. But yeah, so that's, um, that's how our day is going. So good. Yeah, definitely. Um, And we... So today's topic, to get to the real meat of what we're, we want to talk <laughs> about... The
0: meat and potatoes. Sorry, could I help it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I love how sometimes whenever we're like we're about to talk about a topic and then you just (laughs) interject like the best golden nugget just a little just just a little chelseaism it's my favorite
0: yeah yeah it's the
1: best um
0: it's like word vomit
1: yeah it is it's all right it's like a really cute like characteristic of yours. My husband I mean, calls yeah. it clowning.
0: He's like, you clown around so much. I like
1: I like that. Yeah, you definitely do. But you're not like a clown. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Adam. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not, not a clown. clown. <laughs> Just goofy. Yeah. It's fine though.
1: It's But fine. really. Adam. Back to But it. yes. Back to what we were um what we wanted to talk about today. Was probably one of the hardest things that you come across in sales, and probably one of the hardest things I've come across is changing your decision maker's mind. From change in general. Change in general, from not only when you're going out and you're trying to, you know, get meetings with people, trying to get them to change a company that they're already using. When you're trying to, you know, change anything another example that for some reason i just can't think of <laughs> right now
0: <laughs> well i think is people in general we just don't like change
1: oh absolutely it's, we hate it well we, because it's hard and it's it's, it's different. the
0: unknown it's scary mm-hmm. blah 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 yep. people hate change
1: completely and it's hard to adapt a lot and i think it, it challenges you to think in a new way it challenges you to do something different to do something new rather than something that you're used to
0: absolutely and that no, can I be hard. No, it's definitely. So changing a company or a business owner's mind is really hard because mm-hmm. this is their baby. Or a lot of times if it's not fixed, why broke it? <laughs> We're on a hot street today. <laughs> if it's not if fixed,
1: it- why broke it? <laughs> if it's not, if it's broke, not it. broke,
0: why fix it? Absolutely. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, so you have to identify a bunch of different points, but mm-hmm. change is definitely hard. Change in relationships, change in environment, change in jobs, change in business decisions, mm-hmm. all the things. So, how might one present change? Brought to you by CJ and So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think um, the first... Thing that I would do that I usually look at mm-hmm. Like let's say if I'm going after a prospect The first thing is You have to completely understand What they want and what they need
0: Identify absolutely. Identify, identify, identify That's yep. why when you're in a meeting What we call a CNA, a customer needs analysis Whatever, you want to identify What their pain points are mm-hmm. Or what they really Because people will be like For example, and you can cut me off Like I cut you off Yeah Tell me when somebody is like, it's just on price. Well, what is price to somebody? What is price? Is price just lowest? What's the cheapest? Or is price service involved? What's the service? What's the product? What's the Mm -hmm. benefits of these? Mm -hmm. Like rock bottom price and you get rock bottom service and rock bottom product quality. Or is it like lower, a little bit higher price to lower price with mid grade? service, mid-grade, or is it I want top-of-the-line service and I want my products to be good and I want, you know, you that comes with the price, right? So you have to identify what, what their pain points are, mm-hmm. what the ha- makes them happy. Completely. And, you know, instead of focusing on, like, the bad things f- or the problem, focus on the solution. Right. And
1: because no matter any business owner or decision maker that you're going to, Nothing that they have is probably perfect. No. Like, almost... There is no business that's going to be perfect. Yeah. And if you can identify and you can spot the weaknesses of your competitor and make them come to the realization and them realize it. That's the
0: key. They have to... Absolutely. It's like... And this is an intense example, but if you have somebody in an abusive relationship,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you can't be like... Steve's a jerk and he's abusive to you. Mm-hmm. Obviously Wanda knows Steve is a jerk. Okay. Oh for sure. But she has come to the realization that this is something that she's got to get out of. Mm-hmm. And you can only be there to help her. Exactly. Okay. Wanda. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so you have to let I think that was just really important to point out. They have to be willing to. Completely. You can't. Come to them. You can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink. Ain't that the truth? Yep. So you need to be able to identify what their strategies are, core issues, what is their desired outcome, solution options, and what their perception and value of risk is, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. We have to understand all these elements um, to support any type of a case for change happening. Yes. So. And what they oppose
1: in that as well, you know? Completely. Yeah. So that's kind of step one. Is identifying, yeah, and realizing what their issues are that they're already having. Mm-hmm. I think step two
0: would probably be presenting options to these people to mm-hmm. shape these all of these elements in a way that it advances your to the point where you know you can compare. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to compare what you have to what they have and. How it meets what they need. You know, you have a problem. I have a solution. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know. I love that. Build up the pain. Here's the solution. So you're telling me that you're unhappy. Well, on a scale of one of ten, how happy are you with this issue? One being you want to punch him in the throat. Ten being you've never been more satisfied. You're a four. Really? Wow. Jeez. <gasps> e. <sighs> That's a 40. That's an F. I would have been grounded. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Back to high school. Never had that happen.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so you have to present different options to them and a solution because you can't just say, oh, that sucks, like, that that this is the situation that you're in with this. You have to present a solution that's going to actually help them and a solution, not like, oh, well, I have this product that doesn't even pertain to you and, like, where you're just trying to push them and trying to fit them into you know fit a square peg into a circle yeah like you have to actually think about what you could do to help them and how you're going to help them well and
0: sometimes that is offering them something different not what you want but what they need so learn what the customer needs learn what the issues are with this Mm -hmm. and how you can improve it so a lot of times if you're selling something you're a commodity you know you can get it from anywhere, so mm-hmm. why are they getting it from you? Mm-hmm. You're probably priced higher. There's all these things, and change comes along with it. So, what's your issue? What can you offer that's different so you're not... So, it doesn't become a price battle. Mm-hmm. If you're offering the same, the exact same product at the same price, why would they change? Yeah. Unless it's significantly lower, and then where does that affect you? you know? Absolutely. Everyone's in the business to make money. hmm So... If you can come out with something that, or you have something, a product that you have and a service that you have that can be comparable but better, then that eliminates any type of a price game, makes you different, mm-hmm. and you know satisfies the need of your customer mm-hmm. and where you're actually legitimately taking care of them.
1: I like that. And that's such a good reminder too, is that pretty much any sales job you're going to be in, if you are a salesperson, it's most likely because there are other competitors out there that you're going to be competing with. So this is something that you, because if, if this company, if they had this product and it was the only product on the market, they probably wouldn't have salespeople because everyone would need them and you wouldn't have to worry about it. Exactly. You know, you have a job as a salesperson because you probably have a competitor and what you need to figure out is what makes you different, what makes you better. And then what your like absolute strongest selling, um, selling. Wow. Why can't I think of the word? Selling points. Points. Thank you. Jesus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your strongest selling points are and embrace them and use them.
0: <laughs> well, yes. And I also think, like, there's a power in knowing what kind of sell you're dealing with, you mm-hmm. know, when you're changing. Are you an order taker? Are you a uh, problem solution or problem solver? Mm-hmm. Or is this something where you have made the introduction, you have got your feet wet, they know who you are, but it's not the right time, so you walk away? Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you're coming in and they're okay with change and it's like, yeah, this is what I want, A, B, C... Take A, B, C, and get out. Yeah, take it and get it out of there. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Okay. You know, you can offer little things, but, like, don't try to, like, push them any direct. This is your sale. This is your opportunity. Get it and go. I mean, you could always, there's always opportunities for upsell, so you have to, like, know your client. But you don't have to, if someone's, this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Well, go, don't talk about the other things. Talk about what you can do. Make it better. Improve it. Blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it's, it's easy. You got it. Boom. You have the relationship. You know what they want. Give them what they want offer solutions or other things to upsell what you're doing obviously but
1: for sure and you have to think too like let's say you have someone coming in and you're just being an order taker and you feel like okay well yeah this was easy but it's like pretty small whatever well you can always think well when they're up for renewal because you already have their their business Uh this is a future opportunity to upsell too Uh Like you have to gain their trust first
0: yeah, and make
1: them realize that you're not trying to push them into something that they don't want. Exactly. Then over time, when they are your client, then realize what they want and yeah. maybe find little ways to tweak it and talk about it well, when it's time for renewal.
0: Exactly. And when you're meeting with these people, a lot of times they don't know maybe some of their other options. So mm-hmm. you could, you know, present it like, Hey, I know this is what you want, but unless you don't know about these things, you'll never know about them. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Like you present don't know what way. you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And just be, like, low-key and chill about it. Sure. Respect that. But change is hard. Even from, like, the sales and business, like, changing systems and changing uniforms or changing mm-hmm. any type of a vendor can come with headaches and hassle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it all is how you present it. Like, lay it out. Be honest. Show, like, yes, nobody's perfect. You know, this is how we combat these things. But you have to identify what your client is prospect, customer, whatever, what their real pain points are and how you can outweigh the change with the good that's going to follow.
1: Yeah. Make them comfortable
0: with change. Get them comfortable with... Or just paint it like, you don't have to paint it because you don't want to be like shady, but like show in a way where it is no change. Like, Mm -hmm. look, this is... If I can turn your quarter into a dollar, would you not want that quarter to be a dollar? Yep absolutely
1: kind of like when you're buying a new house like yes buying a new house can be so stressful and so ridiculous but when you get in that new house and it's like brand new it's yours it is the most exciting it's one of the most exciting experiences you want to make this like buying a house you want to remind them about the house yeah about them getting in the house good things remind them of the good things remind them you could be sitting
0: here in the sun window reading book that you love
1: yeah like you obviously have to be realistic and obviously yeah. not lie to them about stuff yeah like paint you have the to picture. tell them yeah yeah but you have to yeah you have to paint the positive picture and make them realize how much easier and how much more exciting this is going to be mm-hmm. being with you rather than being yeah with.
0: and I think that's a big part in just life in general when you have a problem mm-hmm. stop focusing on the problem focus on the solution oh, okay this is yes. the problem but how can I fix it yep and Don't. how much
1: better will I feel oh. With the solution. exact
0: Or like procrastination. That's a huge part of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I'm really when bad at I'll, that. I have another day, I'll do it tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's like three weeks, you're like, oh, well. <laughs> well, I should have done that. <laughs> tomorrow is good and gone. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That is real. So I think that's the hardest. One of the hardest parts about sales is mm-hmm. change because nobody likes change. No, no one likes change. I also think. Put it in your own perspective, because you're a consumer of swords. hmm So if you're changing a skincare line, what made you change? You know, if you're changing... Put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're people. Underneath all of it, they got the guts. They're going to die. We're going to be underground. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's morbid and horrible. But at the end of the day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're just a bag of bones. I mean and think about all the times
1: that you I think that a lot of times in sales we can get really hung up on price and we can get really like in our head of like okay well obviously they're saving money so they're going to stay with this person but think about how many times in your life that you've made a decision to buy something more expensive than what you've been using like I've done that before like I've, you know, been using, like, one skincare product or one, like, hair care product, and I've been like, no, I'm going to obviously, like, buy something a little bit nicer because I want to actually see the results and I want good quality. Yep. And I don't want to have to worry about this. And you've done it, so if you've done it, other people are also capable of doing it.
0: Yep. So. It's really that whole thing. You have to help them evaluate what price means to them. hmm Is it just price? Or, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot more in it. Okay, you say price is important, but what does price mean to you? Mm -hmm. Having something old and used and worn, but it's cheap? Mm -hmm. Or having something new, replaceable, that makes we can, you know. At some point, if you offer something too low, there's, how are you going to make your money?
1: Yeah, and it's also kind of like skeptical, like, how are you going to make it, how is this so cheap? Exactly. Like, like in my you, world, for example,
0: <laughs> like I sell uniforms, mm-hmm. and so a sixty-five, thirty-five cotton polyester blended shirt, I might sell it for twenty-five cents, and my competitor might sell it for fifteen. I'm gonna be like, "Yo, it's a sixty-five, thirty-five cotton polyester shirt. We all get it from the same place. How do you think theirs is so much cheaper? There's this thing called ancillary." prices or ancillary Mm -hmm. wherever part of the country you're from right (laughs) whatever (laughs) yeah i also called a cabaret show a cabernet show today (laughs) i just didn't think
1: a cabernet show was that
0: good i was like what (laughs) (laughs) anyways i mean that has to be made up somewhere everyone's in the in business to make money So, Mm -hmm. where are these charges going to come? So, they got to make it up somehow. Mm -hmm. So, wouldn't you rather have something that's, like, dependable, that's steady, that you can Mm -hmm. know where it's going to be, or something that it's going to be so low, and then all of a sudden, boom, Mm -hmm. shoot up to something else. Completely. Consistency and consistency.
1: What would you like? Yep, exactly. And, like, even for me, like, so now, you know, I'm a business owner, and I am in the process of... Getting my branding all together, getting my website all together, getting the style and, um, you know, the overall, I guess, like bare bones of this company put together. And I could have gone online and gone on like one of those websites where you say, I want a logo that looks like this and paid someone $500 to get me a logo. And then that would have been the end of it. But I knew that later down the line, like, I wouldn't be able to explain this logo to people. I would not be able, like, it would just. would not come from anywhere I would be like oh that just looks cool like I wanted to hire a creative team or a creative director that could actually sit down tell me exactly why he's making the decisions that he's making make my website look just like it make the packaging look just the same like everything can flow so easily so I'm paying a lot more to make someone do that now like I could have saved a lot of money and spent more money in other places, but this is what I'm choosing to spend my money with because for me, it's going to make me feel so much better. It's going to make stuff later down the road run a lot smoother. So I'm choosing to spend way more money than I could have spent elsewhere. So like, like I technically am a decision maker in my business. And so you have to think of like, for me, the comfort of knowing that I will have this handbook that I can go by for the next, like, three to five years when it comes to the, you know, basis of my company it made me feel so much better than just paying cheaply for, like, some product that I'm going to have to have a headache with in, like, six months.
0: Right. So, well, I get yeah. that. And I think, well, I know when you can make it, when you can relate to it personally you can become so much more passionate and enthusiastic about it, mm-hmm. which you have to be mm-hmm. if you want to be. Like people look to you as a salesperson, as the expert, as the person who knows what they're talking about, knows the ins and the outs, the ins, mm-hmm. the buts, the what ifs, the whatever's. You know everything. everything. So if you you have to be passionate about it, you have to know, you have to take the time and do the research. If you really want to be successful in any job, Mm -hmm. in sales, owning a business, whatever, you have to put in the time to learn because there's two parts of sales. There's a relationship part and there's a product knowledge part and you can't succeed without both of them. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think product knowledge is the most important because you become an expert in that field. And when someone's changing, you're coaching them along. I mean, this is a big deal. So if you can become that product expert and know everything about it and then you know they're going to lean on you for your expertise which means they're trusting you Mm -hmm. and a big part of liking somebody is trusting somebody so if they like you obviously your relationship with them is going to grow which in turn means you can build that customer you can build that client you can build whatever you're selling to them so if they trust you for a certain thing and you're like look this is a great for me this is a great garment but I would recommend this one I can't tell you what you have to be in, but I could recommend, and this is why I recommend it. ABC, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. and then chances are they're going to take me up on that. And A, they really need to be in that, and B, I mean that's good for me and my company as well. Mm-hmm. Whatever's good for the company, good for the customer, good for you. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're in another, if you're in a more of a hunter slash farming role, that's where you can continue to build. Like your customers' purchases over time versus just be one and done and out. Thank mm-hmm. you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Wham, bam, yeah. thank you, ma'am. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. you, you build that relationship, and they know that you know what you're talking about, so they can really lean on you and trust you, which is huge. So people are gonna spend a little bit more money with someone they trust as well. Yep. And that oh, for sure takes out a lot of the price game, mm-hmm. which we need to stop hanging our hat on. Yeah, we do. <sighs> I'm telling you. So, anyways.
1: I like that, though. And I like that, like, this is, the stuff that we're talking about is, it's a very huge struggle. It's not just, like, you're going to wake up one day and know exactly how to deal with change and know exactly how to tackle it. Yeah. It's, it's one of the hardest things in sales to overcome.
0: Well, how do you overcome change in your life? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: sometimes well sometimes not well <laughs> so Like we're gonna
0: have to go to a break we'll be right yeah. back <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it's not easy and if you but if you can put yourself in their shoes you can make it a lot easier
0: mm-hmm. Cause change is hard it really is it takes yeah. time it takes mm-hmm. energy it mm-hmm. takes actual determination
1: mm-hmm.
0: like think about like if you change your eating habits, if you change Ugh. your workout routine, yes. if you change from being sedentary to mm-hmm. mobile and moving a lot and working For out, sure. and, that's huge.
1: And I would say that I probably embrace change a lot more than the average person. Like, mm-hmm. I personally love change. Like, mm-hmm. I find it insanely exciting, even mm-hmm. though it's stressful. But still, like, it's the, it's the little things, yeah. That, the little changes that give me the biggest headache. Like... Oh, yeah. waking up every day and like choosing to have like hot water and lemon instead of like a latte or you know like really like small things are just like oh so tedious yes you know like yes. I love like big life changes like big moves like big exciting things like I'm totally cool with that mm-hmm. but it's the small stuff that gets me the small
0: stuff is the hard always. stuff it's always the hardest it really is So I feel that no it is it is. but I'm trying to think when change comes about I think with change there has to become decisiveness which is horrible in itself mm-hmm. like the most I'm working on being more decisive <laughs> okay like when you go on trips you gotta know what you're doing when you're talking mm-hmm. to your when you're going out and doing something have a plan like be mm-hmm. decisive I mean I'm not saying you have to plan your life out to everything but right. if you have like just be decisive this is the problem, this is the solution, focus on the solution. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a lot of calm that decisiveness brings.
1: Yes. And it brings a lot of, you have to bring confidence to being decisive. And I think that a lot of people are afraid to be decisive because they're afraid to be wrong. Yes. And so I think that it's okay. You have to say, nope, this is the decision that I'm going to make. And if I'm wrong, no big deal. I'll fix it. Like you have to yep. just like, understand that you have to just make a decision. Cause I'm bad about that too. Yeah. That's like one of the main really getting deep here. When I started seeing my therapist, uh-huh. my new therapist in Louisville, when, cause I mean, I don't feel like I have like, like nothing like huge, huge major like yeah. is happening, but I like seeing a therapist cause I think it's healthy. And one of the first questions she asked was, okay, like, you know, what's something that you want to work on? And I'm like being decisive. I question myself all the time. Mm-hmm. And I always think I'm making the wrong decision. Yeah. And she's just like, why? And I'm like, well... And then we, like, obviously delve deeper. But it's essentially, like, I'm scared to be wrong. And Ugh. she's like, hey, guess what? Everyone's going to be wrong. Everybody's going to wrong. And that's okay. Like, you can totally, totally, like, make a decision. And if you're wrong, no big deal. You can fix it.
0: And thing about you going. thing. <laughs> I mean, what was I... I heard something that I was really liked. It was something to the effect of you can have... A really great plan that's executed poorly, or you can have a bad plan that's executed efficiently and amazingly. Mm-hmm. Which one would you choose? I'd rather have something, you know, like whoa, <laughs> but it was executed really well. Like that was great. Versus like, oh, this is picture perfect and have no plan and just like, Bleh. oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So,
1: like, kind of like a like a bad play.
0: You yes. know, like.
1: Do I want to go see Hamilton performed by, like, really terrible people, or do I want to see, like, one of my least favorite shows, Cats, performed by really talented people? I would probably pick Cats in that exact situation. I like that. Because I don't want Hamilton to be ruined by bad people.
0: You went and saw Hamilton, didn't you? I did, and it was good.
1: It wasn't performed by okay, bad people. Okay, I was like... It was not performed by bad people. Okay, cool. This was a completely hypothetical situation. Okay, I like No, it. Hamilton was amazing... I went and saw it in Louisville. It was insane. It was That's so great. great. I cried like four times. Oh my. God. <laughs> like, twice because I was sad. Twice because I was just like so overwhelmed by how good it was. I was just like, uh,
0: oh, this oh is so God. great. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like probably what happens to people when they listen to our show. I know. I know you guys just sit in your car and are like, I can't fathom.
1: I've been fathomed. <laughs> I can't fathom listening to anything
0: more yeah we won't Exciting. finish it for you <laughs> you'll let your brains do that
1: um, yay podcast
0: yay um but i think yes change change is hard selling change is hard but mm-hmm. you have to be confident mm-hmm. if you're gonna sell change you can't be wishy-washy you because can't. it's a hard thing to sell right it is so you gotta be confident yeah you gotta know what you're talking about yeah you have to. yeah so do your research be confident know your. Know your product, know your client, know their pain points, and just know you've got this. (laughs) Yes!
1: You've absolutely got this.
0: Amen. Woo, woo. Love it. Yay. Well, I'll keep it short and sweet for you all today. We know change is hard, selling change is even harder, but if you're properly prepared, get your toolkit ready, you can do anything. Anything. And some sales you gotta walk away from, others you can improve, and others you just do. So... I love it. More power to you. I hope you guys crush it. Have you changed lives today? Yeah, you're gonna do amazing things, and we're proud of you already. <laughs> so on that note, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. We're on Instagram. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I was thinking Pinterest. Oh my gosh, what is happening? We are on Instagram
1: at <laughs> CJ Podcast. And on that note, Chelsea and I are gonna go get some coffee.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get some whack-infused wow, water, some lemon-infused water because I need some Yeah, let's not do coffee. Let's get some lemon water. Lemon water. Cool. All right. Anyways, we're gonna to
1: do that and you guys have a wonderful day. <laughs> we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
0: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com/essential. That's e p slash o r.com/essential.